spring training is right around the corner. So come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Somehow, someway, you had found us here today. Davey, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm good. We, uh, we are doing this on an afternoon on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, it's the Takeover Hangover. I think this was the hangoveriest the edition worst hangover of you've ever NXT. had. This is the worst hangover we ever had. Yeah. For those of new, uh, so whenever there is an NXT takeover, the following week is what we call the NXT hangover. Because they just show us the dark matches and promos upon promos upon promos. And that's what we watched in the span of 50 minutes. It was Nicely put together video packages. They're great. Recapping everything you've already seen. They're great, but like, it just... it's There's never any progression, like... During these shows. Right. And this one kind of sucked more than usual because this nothing. was meant to be Riddle versus Ono, where I think they'd have had a, a proper match. Proper match. And I was actually quite excited about this hangover edition. And then they took Until we realized on Saturday that uh, we're not getting this. So. Right. We it, might get that match one day. Yeah, but maybe. Still. Well, it's the hangover. Last time we talked about Art Attack and Power Rangers. And realized a lot of people don't know what Art Attack is, but a lot of people know what Power Rangers is. Um, more people knew about Neil Buchanan than I, I thought they would. He's the Art Attack guy? Yeah. All oh, right, cool. He's well, great. Yeah. Um, so, uh, this week, what are we talking about? Because there's not much to talk about. How are you? I'm good. I've got friends visiting at the moment. Yes. You met uh, listeners of the show, uh, Mike Hogan and Laura Jones. They're staying with us in that the BDE. Hotel BDE. Yeah. 
All um, we do is have people over. It's yep. like a rotating a rotating door. We had Scrump here this weekend. We had Scrump. We he had, leaves and now these come, these two come in. We had BWE's Martin Bushby yeah. with Mrs. Bushby. Yeah. Um, had a little Survive Series party. We had Jesse from the Six. Jesse from the Six Let's was over. Here. You confessed my love to one of his best friends. Thank oh, you for I that. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah I did do that. he doesn't listen to this or yeah. she doesn't. Thank you. Um... So that was fun. Yep. Yeah, had a nice little Survivor Series party. We did. We had a lot of fun. We got to we got to just hang out here, uh, drink some drinks, um, smoke some Canadian legal weed because all the people who are visiting are really into that. Yeah, Canada, <laughs> Canada now has a real gimmick, and it's poutine and weed. Um, and then we watched Survivor Series. We had a bit of a party. Watched that. What did you think of Survivor Series? Because we haven't really got much to talk about this week. So maybe let's give um, your thoughts on the show. Yeah, I liked a lot of it, actually. I enjoyed watching it. Uh, you really liked the main event. I did, yeah. Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar. I thought that match was amazing. That's a dr- That was a dream match for me in a long time. And I think it delivered. Yeah, I think um, it did. It was weird. Like, I understand people's point of view with it, with it just being odd seeing Daniel Bryan going in as a baby face. Right. One of the things I did like about the kind of clean sweep thing they did was it ended up becoming a bit less predictable with the matches. Because you normally see it like Raw goes three up and then you're like, well, SmackDown's got to win the next three and then the decider will be the main event. I liked going into this because I was thinking, you know what, maybe Daniel Bryan will win this. Because as a heel, having something to gloat about is always good. So I went in thinking he could win this because then he could be... I was the only one from SmackDown who could who win anything. Won in my match. And it was against the I Beast, just, the Conqueror. I just wanted to see one good match between these two. Yeah. Like, that was a main match. It was great. Like, I loved how he was just being killed to start with, and you right. thought, oh, it's going to be one of those usual Brock yeah. squash matches. And then you'd bite on his offense. And then, yeah, he just when came. You th- everyone thought Brock was going to tap out for like, yeah. the first time. So, like, that's not first time, but um, maybe. But, like, uh, I-, I love that match. Um... Survivor Series match itself was really kind of boring for me. I didn't really it was care just, for it. It was weird. There were a lot of weird things, like Joe being like taken out yeah, in 30 instantly. seconds. And... Yeah, so, super stupid. We also have Enzo Amore in yeah. the crowd, which I didn't even notice until Scrump was like, hey, apparently he just got kicked out. Yeah. And we were watching, and we are like, we didn't even realize that that was happening. What an idiot. Um, apparently only 35 people showed up to his Whiskey oh, A Go-Go performance the night after uh, in, in L.A. So I guess it was... Like, I understand what you're trying to do, but that's so shit. Like, yeah. Also, someone got injured. Yeah. During that. Yeah, someone so had to be like... If that out. was me, oh, dude, I'm suing the fuck out yeah. of you. Like, Enzo, you're fucked. You, you got me hurt for being stupid and no for nothing. Like, get out of here. Yeah. And he releases a song about Liv Morgan. Have you listened to it? Yeah. Is it great? The beat, <laughs> the beat, he probably paid a lot of money for. The actual song, not so great. No. I have no intention. I know John wanted us to, us review, to it. review it. I the just, whole I'm, album. He's got a part two of the album coming out in next month. So there's a whole new album coming out. You know, I'll let, like I usually do 205, I'll let you do sure. Enzo. Ah, uh, that's sure. another, I didn't get around to watching 205 this uh, week. Okay. I've got my friends in town. Right. Um, I, I'm i sorry. I, you, I think Chris Thunder is going to fill us in in feedback. Just excellent. Just a little glance. Well, what have you done in uh, Toronto so far with them or what are you planning on doing? So they arrived yesterday afternoon. Um, we went to Sneaky D's. Right. Um, that's got, where I took Scrump as well. Yeah, you've got to. It's like, yeah. It's famous here. Yeah. Um, 
We had the wings, which nice. uh, Mike thought were great. Mm-hmm. Um, had the nachos. Mike isn't a nachos guy, so he didn't go for it. But Laura was like, they're the best Kick nachos Kick them out of I've my fucking had. house. Doesn't like nachos? No. We yeah. had the DFA nachos, you know, the one with Death the... Death from above. Yeah. With the guac good band. The, uh, Not the guac, the avocado. Yes. It's good. And pulled pork. Uh, so that was a big hit. And then we went to Wide Open. Had a few bevies there. Right. And then we came back, we watched NXT, we played some 2K, 2K. Uh, we we then got Late Night Chinese, which I highly regret. Yeah, that's my one regret. We didn't time. need that. I didn't even drink yesterday. Did you not? No. You I didn't, didn't have I a had, single drink? I had a sip of your cider and that was it. Why weren't you drinking? I just... Didn't feel like it. Yeah, I needed... My body needed... It doesn't feel like I had a rest, <laughs> but it might not... My body needed, like... Right. I prefer smoking to drinking anyways. That's my vice, but... Uh, yeah, I prefer I, drinking. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're, you're British, so yeah. it's fine. Um, so you have a lot planned with them. You're going to yeah. be there to uh, show. I've got work, unfortunately, tonight, but going to show Mike around a little bit. Right. And then, then I've got the next few days off, I think. So. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, got a lot planned. Show them all the, all the cool spots. All the Canadian stuff. I know we probably have a lot of people uh, who are planning to come to Toronto for SummerSlam. And yep. if you listen to the, all the stuff, we, we should like create a list of all the things. Because people always message us like, hey, I heard you what say that you one do? time. Yeah. Well, if you are coming for SummerSlam in the summer, in the six, make sure you come to the up next takeover tailgate. My word of advice is as well, um, when coming to Toronto, a lot of people will be looking at condos, uh, like Airbnbs, by the arena. Right. And really, like, there's not a lot of stuff to do there. Right. I think you're better off living near the BD. Near the BDE, like College Street, Kensington, like Chinatown, all right. that. It's going to be a little cheaper, and there's way more fun to be had there. Yeah, uh, a scrump who is from Chicago, he came into the city, and he he basically just came to hang out with us. And the same weekend he came was TakeOver, Survivor Series, and um, Survivor Strikes was a show, I, so I decided to take Scrump there as well. We just kind of showed up. That was fun. Um, and he kept saying to me that our area was like more cool, like like a Brooklyn vibe or like a, a Wicker Park in Chicago kind of vibe, like different than just like the main downtown core, like the, the, the stuff they want you to do and spend money, like touristy yeah. kind of shit. And that's what I like about where we live in the, in the city. So. so yeah, if you do come for that, if you're planning on that, we have an empty room here. We have to decide who gets to stay because... <laughs> Because Scrump kind of already gets the, 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 the spare room. He gets dibs, yeah. But I'm in the spare room at the moment. Yeah, so your two friends are, are here, but there's two of them. They're, they're a couple, um, on and off couple. And uh, they're in your room now, and you're staying in the back. Yeah. So Scrump said it was a cold room. It was cold. I, I definitely need to insulate that door. Damn. It was pretty pretty cold. It's cold it's, and sick. It's very cold today. It's, it's winter time. Minus eleven. I need a new winter jacket. My Tim's, my boots are, are kind of ruined. I mean, I'm not ready for winter at all. Winter is coming. Winter is here. Um, I I guess I should have had them uh, come on the show for a second because there's this huge thing. You're you're all British. Yeah. There's this huge thing that's going around on the internet right now, and it's having the world divided. Um, British people. And North American people are having this huge fight on the internet. Have you heard of this? No. Just this week. Have you heard of the band Blink-182? Yes. Oh, I, I haven't heard what's been said, but I think I know already where this is going. So apparently, allegedly, in the UK, they, they're not called Blink-182. Blink-182. 
That's what they're called? Yeah. Okay, explain this to me. What the fuck? No, that's just what how we, we've always said it. You've never said this to me. Like, also, the... Uh, what would you abbreviate the Super Nintendo to? Super Nintendo? Yeah. Uh, SNES. Yeah, so we say SNES. SNES? The NES and the SNES. And I said that once. I said that's... the SNES, and this guy was like, what are you... You're talking about the SNES? SNES? But apparently... Uh, SNES and NES is correct. No. Yeah. That's why there's that character called NES. It's the initials of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Right. So apparently the correct one is, is SNES. Is so maybe it's Blink-182. It's not Blink-182. <laughs> it's Blink-182. I've no it's idea why we will say that. It's a number. So it would be 182. No, it would be Blink-182. Right. If you want to say it's a number. So... You're right. So it would be. Blink. So why are you saying one and then eighty two? I'm just trying. If to you're think. just reading the number, you'd say each number one eight two or one hundred and eighty two. Blink one hundred and eighty two. That's what I'm gonna start calling them then. Let's do it. So wait, Blink one eight two. Like, do they say that when they would perform? I have no idea. Wow. I just that's always what people I knew are them like as. fighting about this. Like people are so mad. Like I've I wasn't aware of that, but I definitely know. That over here, everyone says Blink-182. They were I, popular I always there, knew them as Blink-182. Yeah, but they're, po- they're, yeah, they're as popular over there as they were here. Okay. Damn. Blink-182. This changes everything. Like, you can't just... Like, they call themselves Blink-182. So... Well, then that's what it is. I, d- right. I have no idea why right, we right. call... I guess it's just the way we... You're not wrong. We don't... Like, in the UK, we don't really read numbers like... Like, we, we don't say 20... 12, like, or... Right. For dates. We're like, the year is 2018. We don't go 2018. Sure. So I, I guess it's just that kind of thing. And when you're listening to music, like, you don't hear... Unless you go... Unless you and Cardi see B. the band, unless you're Cardi B. Who says it in their... Na- what, do they call Cardi- <laughs> what do they call Cardi B in the UK? <laughs> Cardi B. <laughs> it's still Cardi B. She, oh. she says her name, like, ten times every song. You know it's a Cardi B song straight away. <laughs> David gets so mad when I listen to hip hop, which I don't listen to a lot of Cardi B, and I don't listen to a lot of or any DJ Khaled. But you, whenever you hear a beat drop, you go Cardi B, and then if it's not that, it's DJ. Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's that's all the hip hop. What know. was nice the other day was when I came came back and you were just playing Mexican music. Oh, that was right. wonderful. You came home the other night and I was cooking up uh, some pinto, some cilantro. Lime rice, jalapeno it's not rice. amazing. And I was blasting Tito Poyente. You it's know great. who that is? He's a classic. Oyo Como Va. I was listening to his greatest hits. I always like to listen to like that kind of music when I'm cooking. Yeah. Which I don't cook a lot, but when I do, I get in the fucking zone. Yeah. Like you have to, I, I make a day out of it. I need like two hours. I'm going to cook whatever I'm cooking, play some happy music. Because mm. people always say the movie the, Sh- the Chef. 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 Oh, it's great. Right. He listens to like that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. The soundtrack. Everyone always yeah. talks about the soundtrack. And that is, like, super great. But, yeah, you like my, my Spanish? Yeah, I like it. And the food smelled great. Shabu shabu, baby. Shabu shabu. Yeah. Explain what shabu shabu is. So we live right by this Korean supermarket called Pat. Yes. And um, in the meat selection there, there's beef shabu shabu or pork shabu shabu. Now, the pork shabu shabu is, like, six bucks for loads of it. And it's basically very thinly, thinly sliced. sliced. Um, meat, which is awesome for cooking. You can throw it in a soup. It cooks in a minute. Like right. frying it, it it's so quick and it's right. so tasty. And it's just for quick, easy 
good meals. Right, because I went to, uh, when I was in Japan, uh, I went on uh, a date. This girl took me to this thing that was called Shabu Shabu. And, like, you know, the the, the language barrier there, I, I thought it was a funny word. So I kept, like, saying it, Shabu Shabu. So, like, me, me and this girl, whenever we message each other and say, you know, catch up with each other, we always say Shabu Shabu. And then one day you came came home and you're like... Shabu shabu, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about?" You're like, "That's what it says on the package," and it blew my mind that I didn't even know that this is what it was called. So now I buy this shabu shabu. You can put it in anything. You can literally just throw meat into any food you're making, and it cooks it instantly. Yeah. So and it's tasty. It's really tasty. So living in Koreatown definitely has its uh, its good stuff. Mm. It's plus side. It's shabu shabu. Um, we should announce that we want to do our Mighty Morphin Power Rangers review. Uh, so we're thinking of doing... We're going to be joined by our friend Scrump from Pro Wrestling Tees, who had a fantastic time here in Toronto. Yeah, I think uh, we'll be back. Sorry. I know, uh, I know uh, Canadian women. They love Scrump. They like the way he says Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Chicago. Um, so... We're going to do the show yeah, he, he He works quickly. <laughs> Scrum works very quickly. Scrum is a hard worker. Why do you think Pro Wrestling Tees is so uh, like dominant? Why do you think they're so successful? Because of Scrum. because of Scrum and how he quickly he, he works. He does not waste time. <laughs> he also, um, he blessed our spare room. Yeah. It's been... It's been <laughs> Christened. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Bushby from BWE. Yep says that the second he got home, back from Canada, he got sick. And, of course, came on here and blamed me. Yeah. He went on Twitter and blamed me. Yeah. Because apparently all I do is get people sick. However, yeah. he signed the haunted painting. Oh. This... And he jokingly sat in the haunted chair. Oh, yeah. He's Just fucked. saying, when you go to someone's house, like this goes for anyone listening. You Say you go to a dinner party, right? You and your, your lady friend, your whatever friend, you go to a house party a housewarming, a dinner party, whatever. And they, they say to you, this is our haunted chair. Yeah. What do you do? You sit in it? Oh, it's your haunted chair? Who better sit in it. No! Do you want to call bullshit with that? Like, don't don't test it. Yeah, why would you... Like, people who play with Ouija boards, I don't understand it. Because people always... Girls will be like, hey, let's get a Ouija board. You, I, we have a Ouija board mat when you enter our home. Yeah. It, it doesn't have pieces. You can't well, call the But dead. you need to, like, if you do sit in the haunted chair or sign the haunted painting... You're at you risk. just got to say goodbye, because everyone knows that that's when shit happens, when you don't say goodbye to the spirits. You need to... So you need to stand on the mat, the Ouija board mat, and just say goodbye, and you'll be fine. He, if not, you get ill. You die. You, he took his... He got sick when he got... Maybe he took the spirit back over. Yeah. He took the haunted chair back over to the UK. It's like the Conjuring too. Yeah. It's like the same thing as the so Conjuring one. So maybe we're we're free now. I don't know. Is it just a chair? I don't know. And I will see when Mike and Laura go home. What happens? They're gonna start like being like sniffles. They're gonna start being like, "Hey, were you guys up last night?" Because like something something was someone was up. Yeah. It wasn't us. If you sign a haunted painting or you sit in a haunted chair, if you play with the dead, if you try to connect to them, they'll they'll talk back. So that's all that happened. I feel like we're just. Rambling, yeah, rambling, there rambling. really wasn't much to talk about this right. week, but yes, uh, as Braden was saying before he got sidetracked, we are going to do the Power Rangers podcast in a week or two with Scrump. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to open up the feedback thread today, uh, give you all plenty of time to, yeah, watch the film, even if you don't have time to watch it. We'd like to hear like 
your memories of it, of the series, like, do you remember going to see this in the theatres when it came out? Like, right. were you a, as big a fan as we were back in the day? So we're talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Yeah. So this is uh, the one with Ivan Ooze, who's the main villain That's in it. it. So uh, go, we'll put up the feedback, uh, This today's Thursday, we'll put up the feedback some point tomorrow, Friday, and we'll leave it up there for a week. We might do it in a week, or we might do it in two weeks, depending on, uh, it's Black Friday. Happy Thanksgiving to oh, all yeah. our American listeners. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Um, so I know Scrump is busy with Pro Wrestling Tees for Black Friday stuff, so whether it be this week sometime or whether it be in two weeks, we will put up the Power Rangers movie review, so please go listen to that, check us out, subscribe, review, give us all that, all the love for our, all our shows are free. Um, we're thinking of doing uh, some more following that, because that's our movie review for this month. Yeah, I think uh, maybe a couple of Christmas films for yeah. the festive period. I have one in mind, because you made me so mad the other day. Uh, we weren't the, the, the microphone was not recording, but uh, we were talking about favorite Christmas movies. Mm. What's your favorite Christmas movie, David? I, I do like The Snowman. It's like a 20-minute movie. The Snowman? The Snowman. It's beautifully animated. It's a classic. Is it Frosty the Snowman? No, just the Snowman. Oh, it's uh, it's a silent movie. It's just music <laughs> about a boy who okay. builds a snowman and then flies to the North Pole the with the snowman. Wow, it's amazing. So we'll watch the snowman. Okay. We can do that in the same episode. Okay, it's short. because I got a little mad at you because uh, well, you can. Well, get I'm mad, mad at you. you. Yeah, I've never the... even heard of the snowman, uh, but you've never seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Nope. Which I think is the best Christmas movie ever. And now people, a lot of people are going to hate me because a lot of people argue. But it's a classic and I have the Blu-ray so we need to watch it and we need to review that. But then something hit me over the head. A movie that I have not seen in full, in entirety. And I think we should also review it next month. So we're going to do two Christmas re re reviews. And it's going to be Santa's Sleigh with Goldberg. Oh, damn. <laughs> Which was one of the questions yeah. in... Trivia. Trivia. Did we, we get that yeah, one? Yeah, we did. Right. I knew what well, it was you instantly. Got that one, yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew what it was instantly. I've not finished it front to back, but I've seen, like, parts of it, and we need to watch it. It's Goldberg is, like, Santa Claus killing people in a horror Why movie. Why not? It sounds Why great. Why not? It sounds great. So, look forward to our BDE movie reviews, podcasts, whatever you want to call them, coming soon to our feed. And shout out to John Pollock. We did our takeover show with him yep. at Post Office West um, on last weekend. So go listen to that show. It is on both our feed and the Post Wrestling feed. So thank you to anyone uh, who checked out that show. And um, to any new listeners that we maybe have caught from that. And they've just been listening to us ramble this whole fucking time. So uh, it's, it's just great. What else is there for us to say? I feel like we have so much housekeeping, but that's it. Yeah, I think that's about it, really. We'll we'll get into the show. We don't know how long this is going to be this week. There really wasn't that much that happened. Uh, I'm going to put out a disclaimer before we start. Right. Uh, as my friends are over, right. and as um, as this is the hangover edition, right. so don't have to take it quite as seriously as we normally would. Mine also not very long either, so... Um, I let my friends write the notes. Right, you never write notes anyways. So, I do. I write notes... <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna go in blind with these notes right. and read off of that. So we'll see how this goes. Okay, let's find out. NXT. It's the Hangover edition of NXT. Keith Lee is in a match here. He's going up against Fidel Bravo. Now, if you are a fan of Keith Lee and you like to bask in his glory, then you have to see Fidel 
Bravo. He looks like Guermo from Jimmy Kimmel, but smaller. He's got a mustache. Yeah, he's doing Movember, clearly. He's got a Magnum P.I. mustache. He's got like a mullet going on, but his name is Fidel Bravo. He he was interesting. To I love him. He was great. He's my new favorite. Um, um, maybe he can form a faction with JC and Chris, who we haven't seen for a while. Ah, uh, where is JC and Chris? Yeah, I miss them. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Fidel Bravo gets a fireman jackhammer from Keith Lee, and that is all she wrote. In case you were wondering where the future of Fidel Bravo goes, no relation to Johnny Bravo. There, uh, Keith Lee hits his fireman jackhammer, which is a really cool move. Mm. Um, but other than that, it was it, this was nothing. Um, hopefully, we get to see some more of Keith Lee. Hopefully, he changes his gear. It's the one thing I don't like about him. You don't like his gear. I don't like his gear. He's just always he's just a s- s- giant smiling man. Yeah, we need we need more to happen <clears throat> with him now, um, which it looks like they're going somewhere. Good, but um, yeah, there needs to be more than he's the guy that smiles. It's there's nothing like the only thing I like less than your gimmick is you're happy is dancing. All these wrestlers with dancing man. gimmicks. It's just like, it didn't work for Apollo Crews being a smiley man. And there's so much potential with Keith Lee. Because he's scary. He's giant. He does his pose and then he does Bask in My Glory and then he smiles. Yeah. It's like, well, we'll do something else. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the smiling man. Oh, the video. Yeah. Smile. Everyone go YouTube, the smiling man. It's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. I showed you, and you're like, "This, what is this garbage? What is this?" And then it's like two minutes long, and then you're like, "Okay, that was." I show that to everyone. Yeah, you need to watch. Google the smiling man, um, and then pee your pants like Drake Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, not the most embarrassing thing uh, Drake Maverick is, is doing, other than DMing your friend all the time. <laughs> we probably shouldn't talk about that on the show. <laughs> I did uh, tell my friend that Drake Maverick pissed himself did live on TV, him? and I was like, "It was staged." And she's like, "Why would they stage that? That's gross." <laughs> the wee man is a pee man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Drake Maverick came in Toronto for whenever they were here and met your friend. Thought she was fancy, yeah. So kept. kept... I mean, she's a gorgeous girl. She like, is, I, of course. I don't blame Drake Maverick. It's funny. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> so great, Kathy Kelly is backstage with Shayna Baszler, and she is there with her whole squad. Well, not the whole squad, but who are their their names? One, I I messed up their names because... Uh, Marina Shafir. Right. And Jasmine Duke. Right, and they're like the four horsewomen, essentially. Um, Shayna Baszler says that, you know, Kyrie was nothing, and there's essentially no one that can stop me, and no one that can stop us. Hmm. So she made it very clear that they're a team. They're a unit. They they also... Charlotte on... I think it was Smackdown this week made a comment about uh, people throwing up the four fingers. Right. And was like, essentially, this is my birthright. I'm the only one who can... Sure. Who has the right to do this. Right. So, they're... This is clearly something they want to do down the line. Yeah. And I think Becky and Charlotte are in a perfect position for it right now. You need to start heating up it's, Sasha and Bailey. Though, yes, yes. Because they're, they're, they're wasted, way down the ranks wasted. at the moment. And uh, I think they're doing a good job with these girls on NXT. I think Shayna's a badass. Yeah. She's she's really come into that. You've used to now. hate her, but yeah. she's she's coming into she's her so own, good. so it's great. Um, and apparently Scrump was saying that uh, Marina Shafir's apparently 
taken to it pretty quickly. Nice. Like, she's pretty impressive. Right. So, I mean, these girls are super new uh, to wrestling, so, but hopefully they can be a good formidable force. I, I would be and interested in watching this this thing. I it's think, like, a, like, I really, really liked Charlotte and Rhonda from yeah. this weekend. Um, it, I really feel like they're trying to push Charlotte the same way that, that they got Becky over, because yep. I feel like they got Becky over by accident, and then they were, yeah. they tried to pull it back, and then they got Becky even more over by accident, and then they're like, wow, we made a star, but we wanted to make Charlotte the star. It's like, enough. Yeah. Enough. It's like Daniel Bryan all over again. It's like, yeah. we like Becky right now. Oh, you do? Okay, cool. Well, Charlotte can do that too. But then Becky is out at the moment, and I think they are trying to ride this wave a bit. Whilst she's out, you need and to I, make everyone hot right now. And and like the way like on her promo on Saturday, uh, sorry, on SmackDown was very much like I'm doing this for Becky. I'm doing right. this for SmackDown. Um, I I think it's working at the moment. I agree with you. I think I think Charlotte Ronda was clearly the plan originally, right, for next year, right. Um, but I think they are. Uh, they're trying to keep that heat going by turning Charlotte. Becky's as well. so good, though. Becky's great, and so, I I hated Becky. Yeah, I've never been exactly. a fan of Becky. Well, I always liked Becky. I always did, except when she. You know what? Even when she was jigging in the Irish jig, mm. I still thought. You know, maybe I thought she was cute, but she is a fantastic wrestler, and now she's coming to her own. She has her own shirt. Yeah, man. Yeah, I want it. Just <laughs> says the man on it in giant, and they charge forty dollars <laughs> instead of the thirty that you usually pay. Um, however, a lot of wrestling t-shirt sites are promoting their own, like, fake knockoffs, and it's just the, the image of her, but with the blood, and it's nice. a cartoon. I think that is, like, epic. Yeah. Um, I love Becky. I am so interested in seeing where she goes. Also, because she's been out now, her Twitter game is a fucking, like... Yeah. Any company, like, uh, a magazine company, website, like, Uproxx, anyone that tries to do articles on her she she clap back right away i just right before we were, were recording some i don't know sports illustrate i don't know who did it they were like how wwe is turning their irish becky lynch into the female version of conor mcgregor and she quotes this and goes off on it and she's like uh no like this has because we're irish this yeah. i'm the same thing she's like no offense but if me and conor mcgregor are in the same room i'd break his arm and make him tap but then we'd have a proper 12 after it <laughs> it's like she's right she's killing it on yeah. Twitter she's great um, hopefully we'll get to see the four horsemen clash off um, but going back to this Shayna Baszler and her squad is in NXT and not the main roster because they are nowhere near ready probably. oh no no this is down the line at l- year at the least <clears throat> so there is a squad that might be going up against them and we saw them at TakeOver mm. Dakota Kai Io Shirai and your girl, Kyrie. Kyrie Zane. Could that be the squad that takes out these three? Unfortunately, not. I don't think so. I don't think so either. No, but no. So we'll see down the line. Maybe a TV program with the six of them. Yeah. Um, they don't. As we mentioned on uh, the takeover review, they don't have. I, there's not a clear person who is going to go up against Shayna yeah. next. So they could just do this at the Rumble to to spread out that title right. reign a bit longer and do TV matches until then. Because um, given t- this this match could be killer. Yeah, it could be. It could be great. Um, and I'm sure they could do it a bunch too. Mm. They'll probably do on the indie cards and stuff as well. Uh, Gargano versus Black. A recap, like a, a video package. What they said, 
exclusive, never-before-seen footage of the aftermath of this match. Uh, this video package was really great. Yeah. This was one of my favorite matches uh, of the year. This is a match of the year contender, if I've ever seen one. Um, actually, that whole card was yeah. just phenomenal. But this video package is great. Um, they're using motionless in white voices is the song we've heard a ten fucking million <laughs> thousand times. However, works really great with the video package. Uh, the whole rivalry here. The video package of, of him turning on Black the Attack. The actual match itself. And of course, I absolve you of all your sins. Um, but after the match, they tried to catch up with Aleister Black. And... Um, He's just walking, and the interviewer is like, "Hey, is this the end of the rivalry? What is what's next for Alistair Black?" And he just stares, and you see Candice LeRae, and she's just there, stand they're staring at each other. They run into him, Alistair Black and Candice LeRae, and the lighting now is on Candice as if she's an angel. And you want to know something? Her lipstick is gone. She's not wearing the dark She's lipstick. She's not wearing any black. Her gear is back to normal. Yeah. Her lipstick is gone. You know why? Because Johnny's been absolved. He's been absolved yeah. of all his sins. Yeah. It's gone. And that's... You could see this in the main event as well. Yeah, like, there were no, the main event. no heel tactics at right. all. So the, the heel turn is... Is that over? I get, I, I get... It's absolved. The sins are absolved. Or are we now going to get... Johnny Gargano coming out in like a white suit and being wow. like a born again, <laughs> born again Christian, yeah. but like <laughs> dickhead. And then he calls out Shawn Michaels for that one WrestleMania dream <laughs> match. Oh God. Wow. That'd be because the, the gimmick in this is that the angle is like, I'm the hero. Yeah. I'm the good guy. You're all crazy. Like, which is fantastic in wrestling. So maybe that's what they will do. Like, uh, we're angelic. We're a couple. Like, we're just... And, like, on his uh, Instagram and Twitter, he's posting, like, family photo. Him and Candace, after TakeOver, got into Club 33 or whatever, the Disney Club, I've right. this place. He got in. How the fuck did he get in? Oh, is this that... Yeah. That... The private club in yeah. Disney World? Yeah, Him and Candace went and had dinner there. You have to be invited. Like, right. Very um, famous people cannot get into this. Yeah, I've but heard But somehow Johnny Wrestling and Mrs. Wrestling got in. How the fuck did they get in? he's an angel. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because uh, Walt Disney, he's uh, frozen, right? Underneath uh, Thunder Mountain yeah. or something like that. He, uh, he, has, he has the network. And he was like, yo, Aleister Black and Johnny Gargano may have put on the best match of the year. Invite him. Bring him to the club. <laughs> so, yeah. How did he get into that famous club? If anyone knows what I'm talking about, Disney World, Disneyland, has a secret club. And if you're rich and famous and powerful, or Johnny Wrestling, you get to go in. And they did. So, maybe he is turning back into a baby face. Cut, the, cut a promo about the secret club. Um, so, we'll see what happens with Aleister Black and, and Candice LeRae and Johnny, but probably nothing. If you ask me, it should be Gargano, Champa, Black three-way that we never got at the Rumble, but we'll see. Tell you a three-way we never got and we were meant to get. Tell myself that a lot, but yeah. Austin. <laughs> Austin Triple H Rock. That never happened. Right. Unless I'm wrong. You could be Tell wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> it's a match that should have happened. Um, just, I just want Gargano and Shawn Michaels. Look, they took away they took away my Daniel Bryan. They took away my Samoa Joe Brock. Yeah. It was great. It was fine. It was fine. It wasn't great. It was fine. 
Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar, it was great. That was great. So now I'm left with what are my dream matches in wrestling? I don't know anymore. So AJ Styles, Shawn Michaels must be it, I guess. But Gargano, Shawn too. So good. We get a recap of Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono from the match that we thought we were getting tonight, but in fact did happen on Saturday at TakeOver in about six seconds. Yeah. We get a uh, an interview here with Matt Riddle after his match. He says it was great to have his debut here in the Staples Center in L.A. of all places, bro. And if he's not mistaken, his match was the fastest knockout in TakeOver history. Six seconds. That is like one of the shortest matches in WWE history ever. But uh, I think we'll get a rematch on TV. Well, I think we we need to get that proper match. Yeah. But apparently this, um, when Riddle was in progress, this was his thing. He'd come out and kill someone in yeah, six seconds. Right, it right. was always six seconds. Right, right. So maybe we're just going to see that for a while. Which is cool, but like he's so good, you just you want to see those matches. Yeah, uh, people like wrestling for different reasons. Mine yeah. is match matches. I love good quality storytelling in an actual match. So I'm interested. Yeah, I know, and I know he delivers. Mm. He's good. So we'll see. Someone was saying also because he's wearing all this yellow and the the bro wiser on the mm. back and all yellow. Is it you? Was it you saying it was Kill Bill inspired? It's like I think Mike said it was. Yeah, it looks yeah. like very Kill Bill inspired mm. gear. We didn't really pick up on it, and it was strange. Bright well, it's yellow. the NXT colors as yeah, well. Yeah, um, we get Lars Sullivan in action next. He comes down to the ring. Five star Lars. He goes off against a guy. They mention his name once, and in passing, no screen thing, no nothing. He's already in the ring. He looks about four to. His, I, I think his name was Kino Murray. Keto Murray? Sure. I didn't get it. <laughs> uh, five Star Slam. What does he call it, actually? The uh, the Rocky Mountain Bottom? <laughs> the, no, freak the Freak Accident. The Freak Accident hits that. He pins the guy and, like, nothing. He grabs a microphone. He says that this is Lars Sullivan territory, just like T-shirt. We need our own T-shirt that says BDE territory. Someone yes. design a ripoff of the Lars Sullivan T-shirt that says BDE territory, and uh, we'll make it. We're working on some. Lo- we need some ideas. Yeah, I'm not much of a graphic designer. I can dabble. I can, you know, I can dabble. But if anyone has, we're trying to launch our own T-shirt store from Pro Wrestling Tees. And a lot of people, a lot of our listeners, are like, "Hey, when's your shirt? Like, I want to help support you guys and wear your shirt and stuff like that." We just need a few other designs to launch. So if anyone has any ideas for some shirts, whether it be BDE-related, um, rip-off of popular shirts, whatever, just let us know. Yeah. Let us know. We want some t-shirts. Um, Five Star Lives. He says that this was just an example of what I can do. I deserve an NXT championship match. And just to make sure I make myself clear, he drops the mic... Goes up to uh, attack this guy again with the the five-star slam. Keith Lee runs into the ring. He comes in there and he pounces Lars outside of the ring. And there's a stare-off. I feel like, because we've got the promos now for uh, Lars going up to the main roster. Right. I think this is his write-out feud. Of course it is. Uh, This could be a lot of fun. It will be. Two big guys going at it. Just two guys um, having a good and time. And I've, I've been enjoying Lars Sullivan, and I think uh, Keith Lee's fantastic, so can hopefully get a good match out you know, of him. You know what uh, 
Lars Sullivan and Keith Lee have in common? Uh, five stars? Five, they've both been in five-star matches. What match has Keith Lee had five stars? Uh, I believe it was in PWG. Was it Dijak? No. I'm, I'm, I could be wrong then. I could right. be wrong. I could be mistaken. So you know what they, they, ha- they don't have in common? Lars <laughs> is in a five-star match. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, my friend's notes. Here. Yes. Um, it's big man Lars. He's got a nice beard. It looks like Braden's. He roars. Brayden does not like the no moustache look. Yeah. Then they go handy lads. Oh yes, Mike. Your friend Mike was telling us about this. So he they think he should debut and become a rival to Braun over their hand size. Braun is like, get these hands, and Lars will be like, hey man, my hands are huge too. Eventually they will be pals and be called the handsy lads. Lars will do very well until Vince realizes he has a speech impediment. The brutality. So, are we going to get a main roster tag team called the Hansy Lads? <laughs> Everything was really believable until you made fun of his speech. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, then they'll make it a humor thing. The Hansy Lads uh, will probably get over. Um, I would like to see them fight. I like Lars more than I like Braun. I, th- I think he's better in the ring. Uh, Braun does have something, though. Sure. Like... <clears throat> I see this kind of Hogan charisma. He reminds me of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he does. Um, and I hopefully he's not racist. Yeah, <laughs> I I've never liked Hogan as a wrestler, but sure. um, there is you get the charisma and what made him so popular, and you do see that in in Braun. All right, so the Hansy lads. How would you book Lars Sullivan? Would you have him go up against Braun too? Because a lot of people say that. Um, I I think there's too many big guys. Yeah, on he Raw, needs to go to the opposite. So. Smackdown, he could. It's you'd have him take out. Maybe it's AJ or someone like that. I sure. think they're gonna put him against someone big to start. Like, I mean, a big name. Sure. Straight away, I don't think they're gonna do the come in and a month of just squashes. I think they're gonna have him. <laughs> they're probably gonna do that. You know that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they should. I think they should just have him come in and go straight for a guy. They shouldn't have him do the squashes and then. Three months of squash. I mean, that that does work, but it's we've seen it a lot in yeah, the last I couple of years. It, yeah. And I think it would just be way better to have him come in. Uh, AJ is trying to get his rematch against Brian, and Lars just comes in. You know what, though? Like, him. AJ's been in WWE. He's been signed to WWE for a few years, right? Mm. How many five-star matches has AJ had in WWE? <laughs> let's, just, let's just remember that before you start putting Lars against these jabronis. I think AJ's <laughs> best match was... <laughs> Matches were against Roman. I thought those matches were great. Uh, uh, Cena, Cena, Cena as well. The one, the one the SummerSlam Slam Cena match is the one awesome. SummerSlam Cena match was my favorite AJ match yeah. that he's that he's been since being in. My favorite AJ match is also. Uh, it's, yeah, I used to watch him in TNA. Mm. I, uh, the three way with Joe and Daniels is definitely his his best. Or even um, him and Angle before, but in WWE AJ is the most like he he. He keeps it at this level that no one can. Like, yeah, he's touch. very consistent. Yeah, R- giving people five star ratings or not, like joking aside, like he's the best that yeah. they got. Um, I'm I'm sad that he lost the title. I like I, I like I enjoyed it and it was fantastic and it had people talking. But I was like, ah, oh, you could have could have ran with that even more. Yeah, I think it it's it's given such an injection to did Daniel you, Bryan though we like, watched uh, the 365 with AJ we did yeah I was so great because he goes 
he goes to the soundstage that Impact used to be filmed at with Jeremy Borash, which is super emotional. And then he also goes to uh, uh, Tokyo, and they go to uh, Super Potato, which is a store that my friend Daniel took me to. It's this nerdy video game store in Tokyo. It is fantastic, and they go there. Uh, but AJ is definitely uh, the future. AJ versus Lars. Book it. Yeah, I WrestleMania. can't... What other big top baby faces are there on SmackDown? Go for like a mid-card kind of thing. Who who are your mid-card uh, mid baby faces? Have them kill... Uh, Randy's tied up with Ray. Have them kill like Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, maybe. Like, go that's, kill. A, that's a good first feud. Destroy him. Uh, Just have yeah. Hardy get ragdolled around. I told you, Five Star Lars is taking over. Whether you like it or not. Uh, we get a recap of the War Games match and the championship match from Champa and Dream. Again, we, we talked about this whole card on our TakeOver show. Go listen to that. But we have only good things to say about that whole TakeOver. NXT, just miles ahead. Streets ahead. Streets ahead <laughs> is NXT. Um, so, so good. Uh, where does Undisputed go from here? We don't know. Um... Well, the Kyle and Bobby, I guess. Do you see them defending the belt? No, it would be Kyle and Roddy still, I guess. It can be. They're either. still the champions. It can be. It can be either. I Trump. think they uh, War Raiders have to go for the tag titles. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Cole. I don't know. Title picture. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe, yeah. We thought they would win and continue on with this, yeah. this reign, but we'll see. Uh, Ricochet and Pete Dunne fight soon. Yeah, Maybe. I th- I think. If they're announcing this UK takeover, right? Uh, I think that will be the main event, and I think Dunn will win, and he'll be on both brands. That'd be crazy because he's doing both brands anyway at the yeah. moment. I think it makes sense if he's the one with both titles. Crazy, be awesome. Uh, I'm down for that. Let's go to our main event of this hangover. It is called Nikki Cross. It is called. It is Nikki Cross <laughs> versus Candice LeRae. Like we said earlier, Candice LeRae is not heel anymore. She's not. She's no longer Goth Bay. Which I'm not happy about. But she's not heel. She's not wearing her dark lipstick. She's not wearing her dark tights. She's wearing her old gear. And really, like, she never did much heel anyway. No, she didn't do anything. She wore black lipstick one week and it's like, oh, she's bad now. It's the little things it's, in wrestling. It is, but it's, it's the little things, David. Like, she hasn't wrestled a match since the Gargano turn. Um, so that was over and done with already. And she's You want to turn to... heel? Wear dark lipstick. Yeah. And... Be mean. Damn. Nikki Cross and Candice LeRae. Uh, the match starts off. They brawl a little bit. Uh, the match is, is happening because Candice LeRae claims that Nikki Cross should have kept her mouth shut in the first place. With, you know, giving away that it was Gargano. Uh, Nikki gets uh, Candice in the apron outside, like, uncovered by the apron, essentially. In between the apron and the actual ring. So, like, the, the skirt, essentially. And just starts beating on her and pounding her. Uh, Candace gets some offense in. It's like this springboard cross body, or what they called a knee, to the outside. Um, back in the ring, Cross dodges a springboard moonsault again and hits the purge. But Candice LeRae kicks out, and the announcers here are like, "Oh, no one's ever kicked out of this before." Kicked out of the purge. Um, also, how is the purge? The show you finished? It, uh, yeah, you? I just finished it. I enjoyed it. Right? You've seen all the movies? An easy watch. Uh, I've not seen the latest one, which is The First Purge, okay. I believe. Uh, but yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I need to, I need to, need to catch up. I, I enjoyed the movies. They're interesting. Uh, Candice LeRae kicks out of The Purge. So this pisses her off. She beats on her. Candace somehow gets 
a German suplex off the second rope. Uh, Candice goes for this like surfboard and then basically stomps Nikki into the ground. It looked really deadly there. Picks her up, but somehow Nikki fights back, hits a rope hung or a rope assisted purge, just like the swinging neck breaker, and pins Candice. She absolves her of all her sins. Uh, this was fine, but this was just a clearly like a. Is this is Nikki up full time now? Is this she Nikki should be Cross's last match? She should be. Yeah, I think so. It's time for her to disappear. Hopefully, make something of sanity now. Yeah, like, we, now we, she's up there. Like, get them to actually do something. They should do something with sanity and her. Like together, it could be a cool yeah. u- unit or whatever. So, uh, but yeah, this this whole show was whatever. I guess the the main talking point is probably Keith Lee and Lars. Uh, which looks like it's going to be a little feud, probably ending with a yeah. TV match in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to they're going to ta- they're taping it yesterday or today or whatever, and uh, I'm sure Lars will get his write off for the main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this wasn't much, but we can go to some fo- f- feedback yeah. forum feedback forum feedback forum.postwrestling.com is where we post it, always free. Let's go to Faulty Rob. He says the good, fantastic use of commentary and music to sum up each match. Even though Nola is still my favorite takeover, this one is my number two. Keith Lee and Matt Riddle are future stars on the main roster. He says the bad here. Too many squash matches, too much dead time. Great show on the weekend, and nice to meet Brayden and David at Ring of Honor last last, last weekend in the six with my post-wrestling shirt. Keep up the good work. Oh, thank you, Faulty Rob, for wearing uh, post-wrestling t-shirts. You can get them, you know where? Postwrestling.com. Yeah, the stores open. Find all the information you need to go and get yourself a post wrestling t shirt. And if you do come and uh, meet us, we have stickers and stuff. Yeah. We we don't have shirts to give away. We We always have stickers. Yeah, we got stickers. Uh, He says, in honor of Creed 2 coming out, I think you you guys should review the Rocky movies, even though you're both millennials. Have you ever seen the Rocky movies? I've got to admit, I've never seen a Rocky film all the way through. It's always been one of those... You know those films you think you've seen it all by catching, sure. like, different... They're always on TV or whatever. Sure. Uh, but I've never watched one beginning to end. I have so. the original on Blu-ray. Because I remember someone was like, how have you not seen Rocky? It's, like, the most inspirational, mm. manly story there is. I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, I, I should. So I did, and it blew me away. I have seen the sequels. Uh, <laughs> they're not as great. I once worked at a radio station, TSN, and I worked for a show... And the guy came in one time, and he's like, yo, dude, this is similar to the show. He's like, yo, man, I'm really hungover. I don't know what topics to talk about today. And as he was starting his radio show, and I was like his producer's co-host, Rocky Four was on the TV. So instead of doing like an actual radio show, we basically just like live reviewed Did com- Rocky live commentary <laughs> on TV. It was like on AMC or some shit. And like we thought we'd get in trouble, and our boss was like, it was pretty stupid that you just spent like all that time on the radio doing that, but it was so funny, so we'll <laughs> give it to you. And I was like, all right. So Rocky Four. Uh, I didn't I didn't see Creed One. Creed's apparently really good. This new film looks great yeah, as well. So I need to see it. Uh, it ties them all in. So David, you need to watch all the Rockies. Yeah. All six of them. I think there's like twelve of them. I don't know. There's four Rockies, then Rocky Balboa, and then Creed, I think. Right. So this is the seventh movie, right. I believe. The first one's really good. I'm right. telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, no, I I should see. Well Oscar. Um Chris Thunder from Queensland, Australia. Hello lads, yet another hangover edition of NXT, so I can assume you spent 40 minutes talking about the Brady's beats and England's results from the weekend's internationals. 
What was uh, the weekend internationals? No, I didn't watch it. Oh, I can tell you about Beats, but we yeah. don't need to do that right now. Um, NXT, a good show as far as hangovers go. Good showings for both Keith Lee and Lars Sullivan, while Nikki Cross versus Candice LeRae delivered for a TV main event. Question. Without reading ahead, what do you see the NXT Women's Championship and NXT North American Championship for TakeOver Royal Rumble? Um, North American... I see that being... Now, will we get a UK takeover before the Rumble? Ooh, maybe not. Maybe. Uh, if we do, let's say... I mean, they could even rematch it there, so... You could put it out on the roof. I'd say Pete Dunne, Ricochet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Does Ricochet just show up in the Rumble? I can see him being a Rumble spot, definitely. There needs to be bigger Rumble spots. I need to I need to see less of like shitty side characters that are already on the main rosters and yeah. more surprises. Yeah, that's the best thing about the Rumble. Yeah. I like who they bring out from yeah. the past, uh, what call ups they have, right. that kind of thing. Um, Women's Championship. I feel they might not do one. I think they might do this six women. Again, uh, we don't Rumble. we don't read ahead, so we don't know. But if it's not that, then like who is? Let's the say contender? it's not. I say Bianca Belair. Sure. Um, and yeah, uh, North American, let's say Ricochet, done. Sure. Um, we go to, I'm relying on you this week, Chris, for our 205 feedback because I did not get around to watching it. Uh, Tony Nese versus Noam Dar and Grand Metalik versus TJP were good TV matches while Akira Tozawa and Brian Kendrick beat up some jobbers. Question. So with all of these tag teams forming and they're still kind of partnership between Raw and 205 Live. Could you see a 205 Live team challenge for the Raw Tag Team Championships and upon winning them, defend them on 205 Live? Kind of like how John Morrison and The Miz were a part of ECW, but won the SmackDown Tag Team Championship in November of 2007 and defend them on both SmackDown right. and ECW. I like that idea. I mean, they've... They had good matches. They've already they bought up um, Lucha House Party. I think that was almost out of necessity because they needed their teams for Survivor Series. Um, I like that idea better than giving them Cruiserweight tag. As I've said about what I like about NXT is I feel they all live in the same world. So you've got tag teams interacting with single stars and the women interacting with the men and it all seemed part of one world and I think that would be way better for 205 Live to... It's a better 205. To have them exposed a bit more on Raw... Uh, yeah, I can uh, definitely but, see that. Buddy Murphy in, uh, I just saw it on Twitter from last, from 205 this week. Buddy Murphy makes a joke about tag titles. Oh, really? In a promo. I think that's why our feedbacker here. Right. He, he jokes to the interviewer saying like, oh, what about, we'll just have to go for, he's already at the Cruiserweight champ. Yeah. He says, we'll just have to go for the Cruiserweight tag titles. Oh, wait, we don't have those yet. Or something like that. Is what I don't want to see them introduce, like... I guess they do need something for people to fight for on 205 apart right. from that title, but I much prefer this idea of yeah, having them too. go for... And, like, if they introduced... When there was talk about the women's tag titles, the talk was that you have one happen. title that's defended between NXT, SmackDown, and Raw, which I think would be great. They should have women's tag titles. Yeah, they but will not, happen. not have one on each brand. Have one women's sure. tag title yeah, defended yeah. across all three. Yeah, there's too many titles there's in the There's too WWE. many titles otherwise. I guess, I get that you need stuff for people to fight for. Right. Um, but yeah, there's way too many. Um, 
we go to KB61 from Perth, Australia. One of the weaker hangovers in quite a while. Two squashes plus the post-match angle overshadowing the actual match is different. Presented much more than a weekly episode than the usual takeover dark matches. Uh, my question pertains to five-star Lars. If you haven't already discussed it, could you fantasy book his main roster debut? And which would, would you put him against? Would you... Uh, we kind of did already discuss that, yeah. but uh, either Hansy Lads, AJ Styles, or Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Is what we I think with. you're right. I think Jeff Hardy. Hansy Lads? All right, cool. <laughs> he says, thanks, boys. Um, belated congrats on your trivia domination at WWE Thank Trivia. Thank you very much. We did dominate. Oh, yeah. We forgot to rub that into people's faces yeah. again. Uh, Last one here. We have Brad from Halifax. Uh, I'm not a first time long time, but I'm a first time in a long time. Well, welcome back. Wow. I normally don't get a chance to do feedback as I watch NXT with my son after school on Thursdays. I agree with everybody else's uh, this opinion that this show is skippable. Other than the big single match, match, I really hope they give Keith Lee a big push. Uh, I actually prefer Keith Lee over Matt Riddle. I think that Keith uh, would fit a particular part of the marketplace that isn't being filled up right now in NXT or WWE. Keith Lee is a very charismatic performer with a particular look that if given a chance could be a main event i agree i'm gonna give you some feedback on uh to take over from his oh okay so we're getting uh brad's ten sons 10 year old 10 year old take takeover feedback uh he was very angry when undisputed era did not win he thinks that they are the best thing going and has told me that despite not watching much wwe uh when they go up he wants to follow them and watch all of their parts he is not interested in watching the horse show, but just that group. I'm afraid, guys, I hope that he always likes wrestling. However, if they go up and are utterly destroyed because they don't look the way Vince McMahon wants his wrestlers to look. So he's he's worried that his son is going to watch them going up to the main roster and then Vince might think they're too small and kind of ruin them right. and ruin wrestling for his son. He says his heart, his son's heart might be broken by Vince McMahon. We hope not. I think, I think they could do just fine. <laughs> um, if the people had listened to our takeover show from Saturday with John Pollock from Post Wrestling, I confronted John on the topic of Kyle O'Reilly. Oh yeah, you did. Because years ago, John said to me, see that guy? He's going to be a big star. So I, years later, confronted him on that show. And John said, yeah, he's the best in the world. Boom. Yeah. If John Pollock says it, then it's fucking true. So Kyler Riley's going to be fine. I think they'll be fine. Keep them as a strong group, though, for a while. Right. Before. It, <clears throat> I can see it working like it had with The Shield with them. Yes, 100%. It should do. Yeah, it, I agree. It should. There's no reason why they should fail up there. Uh, they're all fantastic. Um, and that wraps it up for feedback That's this week. That's it. Uh, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever. Let us know where you get your podcast because we, you know, we're we're the little guys in this podcast fight. We're just trying to figure everything else for ourselves. Let us know. Um, and we love first time, long times. We like long time, non times. Time. We like first time, long times, long time, first times. First time, no time. I first didn't. time, no time. Let us know. Um, uh, where, when, and where or how you listen to? Uh, we appreciate uh, the recommendations for movie reviews in the future, and uh, we appreciate everyone listening. So yeah, we'll we'll work on uh, getting some more movie reviews. Yep, some that t-shirts sh- should be open tomorrow. So yeah, get watching. 
the Mighty Morphin, the Mighty Power, Morphin Power Rangers movie. Um, and we'll let you know what other Millennial movies and we'll watch. I'm looking forward to NXT restarting again next week. Yeah, it's like, like a whole new thing after whole takeovers. whole new thing. Like, the hangover's done. Where are we going now? I'm excited. Yeah, so uh, listen to us every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We got a lot of new followers from doing a show with John. Yeah. What's your Twitter handle and Instagram? It's at Davey Portman. And you are? At the Bray D. Uh, I know a lot of people are following our, our antics because of the BDE and all that stuff, so we appreciate it. Everyone who comes here now is like, oh my god, it's, it's the BDE. It's the BDE. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, and it's great that it's working like that, so uh, thank you. So at Davey Portman, at the Bray D. Follow us, tweet us, and all that fun stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.